0: Welcome to Our Backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. At this point, you might be asking yourself... Why am I holding this 30-pound cinder block in my hands? You might also ask yourself, Why does this cinder block have a long piece of string tied to it? And finally, why is the other end of this string tied securely to your penis? We're going to be talking about hazing today. We're going to be talking about uh, why we do it, what it is, how widespread it is, what the future of it is, the past, and a bunch of random stuff. But before we get too far into that, Mike... How are you doing, and what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of hazing, and uh, I'm drinking some bullet rye. How about yourself? What are you drinking?
0: Uh, I got the classic dead guy ale, and uh, so I figured we'd start with the definition, but I kind of want to talk about our backgrounds um, to me personally, because when people think hazing, they think college, but it takes place in a lot of different places, but I was in a fraternity in college. Mike, I know you were not. Uh, but that's also not the only place we've probably experienced hazing. I've been a, a firefighter a few different places and well, or mostly wildland. And uh, obviously, there's a little bit of hazing there. But uh, Mike, what about you?
1: Uh, same, fighting and construction. It's uh, not sure if it's hazing or rite of passage, but uh, definitely some form of minor... Abuse isn't the right word, but unfortunately, abuse gets tightened with uh, hazing. I think it's important to point out, like like you said, Nick, you're a frat and I was not. This is very, we might butt heads a few times. So I'm the biggest fan of frats, but uh, you are right. Hazing isn't, I think, everything people do. That's a team or a club or, I mean, I was surprised, Nick, to see that hazing's all the way from high honor society in colleges to athletes to job sites to military it's it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, and I would be remiss if I didn't say uh it's fraternity, Mike. You wouldn't call your country a cunt, right? It depends who's running it. Fair enough. So the and th- this is important. This is the definition of hazing and it's important because how people define hazing is really important especially when you start looking at studies involving hazing. So the uh, Webster dictionary of is the act or practice of harassing or abusing a newcomer as a student at college or a sailor at sea by practical jokes or tricks or an initiation or behavior that involves humiliation, harassment or abuse, particularly in universities and in the military. Uh, that's kind of odd that they say the word sailor, right? Like has <laughs> a student at college or a sailor at sea, like those are the two things <laughs> where you got to worry about hazing.
1: Well, I think it has to do with the history of it. Uh, I mean, the first, obviously, hazing has been going on for since humanity, whether hazing members of your tribe, joining tribes, et cetera, et cetera. But I saw even Plato himself, who I'm a big fan of, observed that around the fourth century BC, students were hazing other students. So hazing has been a long part of humanity's history.
0: Yep. And uh, something that I didn't catch earlier, but apparently hazing is the American word for... Well, what we refer to as hazing in English, sorry, <laughs> in England they call it initiation. In Australian, bastardization, <laughs> which I think is the best. <laughs> um, but definitely, we need to start using that that term better. But uh, yeah, so and I think that this is what's important is like Mike said, it's it's been around for a while, and I think that's something that's really ingrained in our cultures every culture like human humanity that's i guess culture is not the right word just being alive you know the new guy gets the shit detail i mean low man on totem pole low man on totem pole
1: uh just out of curiosity since he's the definition do you have your own definition of uh of uh hazing because i'll be honest i don't completely agree with that definition
0: yeah so um i think uh i think we'll get into it so there's a reason that people do the act of hazing and a lot of the a lot of the reason people say they do it is team cohesion um, to create a bond create become be, so you can join a group and there's pros and cons of that when it's taken too far it's bad and when you know when there's some kind of like we talk about in pretty much everything if there's some kind of work that's put forward to get into something or if effort's applied and it's not given to you it means more to you and so, personally, and I came from a quote unquote uh, no hazing fraternity. And I'm not, and I'm saying that because there really wasn't anything I would consider hazing. The most hazing we had is as a freshman, we had to go and do like the uh, the charity work. So, our charity were cutting down dead trees to sell for firewood. For, and that money, the proceeds all go to charity. Making our freshman class do that created, you know, hard work builds bonds. We were to, the people who went out and did that bonded with each other in a way that the people who didn't do it just did not. And so I think there's a lot of benefits in that kind of team building activity. But the university would classify that as hazing. Um, and so for me personally, I think that there should be like hazing and then let's use the the Australian word bastardization where hazing can be a good-natured like hey, you, you're you new here, you got to sweep the shop, or, you know, you guys all got to go out and do this together. And then bastardization would be, we're going to beat you with a hammer or blindfold you and do all weird shit to you. Like, I, th- I think there needs to be a division between something that's good-natured and something that's not good-natured. But uh, what do you think, Mike? Well, first off, for me, when I,
1: when I think of hazing, I'm, fortunately or unfortunately, I think of, what the media slash cinema slash Hollywood makes hazing to be of, you know, people naked, people with paddles uh, doing disgusting, humiliating things. Uh, But if I'm thinking of just the word, the definition of hazing, to me, it's almost putting a person or a group of people through a demeaning slash hard act to prove that they care about their the group more than their own self interests, which has merits and not merits, uh. But for using bastardization, I would say is more common in the m- large scale media, and I would honestly probably say bastardization is probably more common at universities. Uh, I would say Nick, you did not go to a common university throughout the
0: United States. I mean that's true, but my wife definitely did and well she's in a sorority obviously because she's a woman but i'm just gonna throw that out there for the future of this podcast (laughs) but uh she really didn't have any like hazing stuff but we also live in the anti-hazing age and to explain to you why i have this i'm gonna define i'm gonna give to you what the university i went to university of idaho their definition of hazing of any time a freshman or anyone is singled out because of how new they are to the organization or their age class, that's hazing. So for an example would be, say, uh, like we said, uh, all the freshman class had to go out and cut up firewood for the you know, uh, charity event. Because we said the freshman had to do it, that's hazing. Or if a senior who was joining senior year, because he was joining, that was hazing. Or if we sent, uh, you know, if there's three guys in a room And someone rings a doorbell and we're like, oh, hey, like, go get it. Why? Well, you're the youngest one here. That's hazing. And I think it's, there's a huge difference between that and the, what you see, the stuff that makes the news of, like, people being forced to take drugs, getting too drunk and, and like, you know, dying. And obviously it's, and we're going to get to it later, um, the extreme ends of hazing of, because it, if can lead to death and it it's not uncommon it's oh yeah and it's led to death since uh the beginning of this country pretty much
1: before that actually at the university of paris in 1340 had to forbid hazing because if you got caught because like the amount of trouble they're causing to students and if you got caught hazing you would actually be expelled from the university
0: and this is this is 1340 yeah, so, yeah and let's and I mean, just think about the act of initiating a younger, a newer person into something. That's had to have been going on since uh, since we formed societies, right? You know, making a hunter this... <laughs> a first kill has to eat the heart. I mean, shit I was shit so like happy you said
1: that. I was thinking of Red Dawn when they tricked him to drink
0: blood. Oh, exactly. That's a perfect example. I mean, picking on the new guy is... Uh, Tale all his time. Yeah, I, I agree
1: with you that hazing is a very large spectrum. Uh, again, sometimes a few turds in the punch bowl can ruin the punch, but sometimes it's ne- needing to outdo the previous generation, I think is also a, a big issue. I mean, yes, we were going to talk about colleges, but hazing also, I was surprised when researching this, happens in middle school and high schools. High schoolers will grab middle schoolers saying, you got to come with us to do this. And yes, there's. I mean, the new guy kind of has to do the hard work. Like hazing to me almost seems like, oh, we had a party, you're the new guy, you're for. Uh, you have to clean up this the party, whatever. That seems kind of normal to me. Uh, but when it starts affecting younger age groups, like I honestly, well, to get into colleges, but just just say with high schools and middle schools, I don't think there should be any hazing. But there's definitely hazing. Even at our high school, Nick, with like football team, like if you had to, you know, hit someone a certain way, you have to test yourself, you have to prove yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Hazing's everywhere. It's just timing and how extreme I think is a, is a key necessity to figure out.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so I want to talk about, and you started talking about it, where hazing is. Um, so one, like we kind of said, it is everywhere, but the most common place to find it is in sports teams. So even in college, you might think fraternity, uh, he might think fraternities, sororities, but in actuality, you're more likely to be hazed in a, a college sports program than you are in a fraternity and sorority. Yes.
1: Yeah, so if I, if I saw correctly, it was at college sports, it was a 73% said they were hazed or something like that.
0: Yes. It's so, uh,
1: 73 or I 74. It if I remember it. Yeah, it's very high.
0: Oh yeah. 74%. That's what I'm looking at right here. Social fraternity and sorority isn't much lower than that at 73%, but it's about the same. Um, but what I thought was interesting is that same study found that club sports 64% experience hazing for club sports. I mean, that's not even a real sport. I mean, it is, you know, it's not, uh, you know, intramural teams at 49%. It's like,
1: <laughs> to me, that kind of makes uh, sense because if you're doing something athletic where Your physical abilities affects everybody. It's not just your mental ability. It's your physical ability. You're trusting someone to be able to do something. And we'll get into that with like military. But it is, again, we don't know the scale, the extremeness of the hazing in these intramural sports. So I want to keep that in note. But to me, it makes sense. If something athletic, something you're putting your mind on, something something that you're putting your body on the line for, you want to make sure the next guy can do it with you. Yeah, but uh, go ahead. Adding on that, Nick, I was surprised to see that it was like in high honor society, chess clubs, even like video games. I was surprised to see that there was hazing in even those.
0: Yeah, I mean the honor society surprised me because as a as a not honor society member, as you may have judged correctly, that's not it. Does it seem they seem uh, those people seem above that? I guess. But I don't know if you're if you're trying to
1: separate yourself into a group into an elite group. I I imagine you have to. Try and test yourselves, and try it just and seems to. like
0: they never talk to each other. But I guess I'm wrong. Apparently, they've talked to each other enough to haze each other. <laughs>
1: They're not always at the library, Nick.
0: Yeah, um, and and this is what I think is important. So the the study that I think we're both referencing, it came out with the same numbers. Uh, so the most free, like, what is the behavior that you know is being that is construed as hazing? So most likely. Uh, at, for both male and female, per- forcing participation in a drinking game. Thirty-one know, percent of males reported that. Twenty-three percent of females. Um, so which if- I
1: kind of call bullshit on for colleges and military. I imagine that number is way higher.
0: But that's, I mean, and, th- and this is my point. <laughs> And and it depends on moderation. Like, is being forced to play beer pong like the, the end of the world?
1: Depends on doing it because there are people who are doing um, beer bongs, and someone will accidentally pour—well, not accidentally—be an asshole and pour liquor instead of beer in it, and people will get alcohol poisoning.
0: Yeah, well, that seems like you just got shitty friends, and we'll get back into the court like the culture, the culture in a minute. I just wanted to run through this this table pretty quick, um, and then the next most common at seventeen percent of people reporting hazing is singing or chanting by yourself or with other groups with others in a group in public in a situation that is not a related event game or practice and to me and and this is this is what's tough because i'm bringing like my personal experience into it to me that just reminds me of christmas caroling which it's like whatever but everyone did that but i i, I don't know um next is associate with specific people and not others only 12 percent of people reported that I, I i don't know exactly what that would mean so And this is getting back to your drinking, the drinking game, only 12%.
1: I just want to say, with all, I don't know about you, with all the numbers I came across, the statistics I came across, I took them all with a grain of salt. One, because I had a hard time finding numbers to back up each other. Two, I have never been in a fraternity, but from the hazing I've gotten from like construction crews and boxing is you kind of keep your mouth shut, you know, loose lips, sink lips, code of silence. So I imagine that's got to be very similar to fraternities.
0: Oh, I agree. And okay, so this this is why I think it's I completely agree. And this, I was just reporting this number is just to throw it as out is. there. But I as is, and I think it's it's important, especially when we talk about hazing, because one, I think certain definitions of hazing can be so broad, a lot of stuff can be construed as it that m- most people would not construe as hazing. And two, a lot of it isn't going to be reported for fear of an investigation and getting in trouble
1: both with I would say the university law and the fraternity or sorority. yeah also uh, this is kind of a tangent. I feel like after researching this, sororities are far worse than fraternities for hazing like maybe not on the quantity, but the extremism.
0: Sorry, I'm just thinking
1: like I like what I like what I'm trying to say is when researching this I saw, a lot more issues with male fraternities that, would, you know, lead to deaths or whatever. But a lot of sorority stories that would come up were, like, for sexual acts and rape. Like, I—it's just—it see, didn't seem like a even thing across the board. It seems like, uh, it, from my mind, almost like prison. Like, prisons for females are apparently worse because women are quite cruel to each other in prisons— and to me, that kind of makes sense that they would do the same thing at eternity or sororities. But when researching it, it sounds like men did most of the dumb shit, but the extreme shit to me was women, not leading to death, but non-death related extremism, I should say.
0: Yeah, I think that checks out, right? Because it isn't like most serial killers are men, but then usually when it's like a woman killer, it's like really fucked up. it makes me scared at night
1: (laughs) i much honestly you give you give me a zodiac killer all versus any of those female killers i'll take the zodiac killer every day of the week
0: yeah so um yeah but so i just want to go through the list of reported behaviors just to i don't know expand you know i guess what we're considering hazing give everyone a thought so associate with specific people not others drink large amounts of alcohol to the point of getting sick or passing out deprive yourself of sleep be screamed yelled or cursed at by other members drink large amounts of a non-alcoholic beverage be awakened during the night by other members attend a skit or a roast where other members of the group are humiliated now this this is um this one i kind of I, I don't agree with we did this thing in college and i'm not gonna out whatever fraternity i was in by saying the name but uh, what we you do is it's with all the fraternities, sororities, and you get, and everyone, it's like just a normal roast, and you make fun of everybody, and uh, the university outlawed it because it was um, hazing apparently, even though everyone got made fun of, but it was everyone's favorite thing, and so I think it's just important to draw the line, of, of, you know, look at something and say, okay, like, that's not hazing, right? Like, okay, I'll give you an example.
1: Like how the Rangers do skits at the end of deployments?
0: Sure. Like, our fraternity was, and this may shock you, was the redneck fraternity. So, there was a lot of jokes about us dip. always having a dip cousins. in. Yeah, cousins, big trucks, tiny penises, like, just your your classic shit like that. And it was hilarious. And uh, no one ever had a problem with it except the university, because they classified it as hazing. So, and, and this is where it's like, you got to take these with a grain of salt, but... If you are singling out pe- like individual people, I can see where that would be obviously wrong. Um, and then endure harsher weather conditions without appropriate clothing, perform sex acts with the opposite gender. That was a total of 6% of people reported that. That's the one everyone hears about. I mean, it's one everyone talks about, but I never heard any actual experiences of that.
1: Well, all right, well and, uh and hang on. I got. I got to say a few things. One, I disagree with the environmental. Uh, being out in extreme environments without uh, proper clothing, because my university used to host a polar plunge. So during the cold months, you would try to raise money by running like a, a mile and then jumping into a cold lake and then coming out.
0: Tell me that, you're from the Midwest without telling me you're from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah uh there's that and then also with uh performing acts on the same sex i imagine this is a lot of people keep that sex. Qu- oh opposite sex oh i was thinking same sex like I, I imagine a lot of people don't want to admit that maybe with same sex they don't want to admit that because it might be a little rapey what they just did like steal a girls panties or give a guy a a black guy blowjob or cross something off on their uh, scavenger hunt list when they're pledging and rushing i can see that kind of being embarrassing and not wanting to share with the world
0: yeah well yeah i don't know I've, i've never heard i mean i've heard stories but i've never heard of any anyone actually tell me about it but also you're right it's not something people would talk about um the last one or last two Wear clothing that is embarrassing and not part of your uniform, and then finally get a tattoo or pierce a body part, which is also brand. something everyone hears I saw about. that.
1: I saw that. I saw that same study. But they also have brand in there.
0: Okay, and that's uh, that's an important. Yep.
1: <laughs> just just adding that in there.
0: That's true. Getting branded is a uh, dumb thing, thing that to people do. do. It is a dumb thing to do, and. Uh, I don't know of anyone who would who would do it.
1: Yeah, I don't know anyone who would be dumb enough to be like a sheep or cattle and get branded like a livestock.
0: No. Nope. Anyhow, and not not while they were sober, <laughs> and not being forced into it by anyone but themselves.
1: No, one could ever be that fucking
0: dumb. No one could be that dumb. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the behaviors. We talked about. The different groups that are affected, obviously people in school, sports, military, just your job. And uh, so I want to talk about why it is that people haze. Like the good reason and the bad reasons, right? So obviously the big push, the big reason for uh, why people say it's good to have some form of hazing is is team building, team cohesion, right? To create bonds,
1: I would also like to add on to weed out people who people who Can't would not be it. good
0: for the group. Yeah, yeah, it's an excellent point. Um, so, th- and there, this is one study was done by I'm not going to read all their names, but basically they, what they did was they went to fraternities that were hazing. They s- sent out question like questionnaires to the people about how. They feel inside the group and then they went to a fraternity that didn't haze and asked those people how did they feel inside the group and what they found out is that the the fraternity that did not haze had based on their data the stronger team cohesion um in their their result what they're saying is that our, hazing does not build team cohesion uh it creates less team cohesion because it builds animosity between people
1: I don't know if i completely agree with that psychology it might be for just universities but i think hazing depending on how it's done like again like we said hazing is a very broad word i think it might i think hazing might strengthen some stuff because to to prove yourself to say hey i made it through all this shit i'm worth something which is either psychology good or bad i would say has some merit so i am curious on the type of hazing done in this study i think that'd be an interesting thing to look at
0: yeah, Um. Yeah. so, and then also I want to talk about, so why do people carry it to the extremes? Um, and then I want to talk about why people go along with it. So if I forget to mention the last part, Mike, kind of help remind me. So why do people take it to the extremes? And you mentioned it earlier of they want to make a name for themselves. Like they want to be the guy people talk about. Like, oh man, like so-and-so hazed us so hard and... Blah, blah, Most blah, people like,
1: in one way want to fit in and be recognized for it.
0: Yeah, and so that that's a big part of it. Also, having power over someone. Not everyone can handle having power over people. That's kind of nice. And and then, uh, so the reason people go along with it because obviously you're going to be like, okay, if someone comes around to me is like, hey, take your pants off and, I don't know, do whatever, you're going to say no. But it's that it slowly builds up So they, you know, people start asking you to do something like, and and this is where the university just says, all of it is bad because when you draw an arbitrary line, people can tiptoe around it. But if you say none at all, then they have less to complain about. So
1: you went from, uh, cleaning up after a party that you didn't get to drink up because you you were supposed to be DD to having a cinder block tied to your penis.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, it starts out, you know, something like something like that, or cleaning up after a party, or being DD for the night, and these requests start getting worse and worse. But you're used to it because you listen to the last request, and then it's like you feel pressured, and you don't really realize that the situation you're in is crazy, which is what people report. You know, they're like, oh, like it just seemed normal.
1: You already made it this far. Have you already done X, Y, and Z? You might as well do A, B, and C.
0: Yeah. And so people just kind of get caught up in it and and that's why people besides and then there's also a huge you know push to fit in. You know, everyone wants to be a part of something, want to be a group. It's safer in safety in numbers. It's we're herd animals, we we're going to continue to be herd animals.
1: Yep. That's why people get branded.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh so you know, there's a strong want to strong need to be accepted and be a part of that group, even if it's a detriment to the self. So that's why people allow crazy shit to go on. And so, and I think this is what we're kind of talking about. Mike is where do we draw the line? Because I think you and me both agree. It sounds like that hazing, you know, in certain situations isn't bad, you know, making the new guy sweep the shop, you know, it's important, you know, when you're that new guy, you're no matter you're starting a new job, you're joining a fraternity, you're going to the military. I mean, being a firefighter, the, the new guy gets the shit work. And and that was something that I thought was readily accepted until I went into my actual career field. And a lot of people think that once you're there, you just, everyone's equal members, regardless of seniority. And so I think it would have helped some people if they had some form of light hazing. And, it, and we really need two different terms between the extreme and the low end of hazing for people to realize. Yep.
1: Well, I was going to say, going back to sports, that's why sports hazing, it doesn't surprise me because you're almost putting them through a trial, a try, uh, Yes. You're trying their physical ability to make sure they can see the sports team. But when you're tr- making them do other things, you're trying their psychology to see if they are a team player. And I do agree with your surety There are peers and then there are supervisors. There's, you know, it, it's going to sound quite a, Blunt, but I kind of believe this. Everyone is equal under law, not equal under nature. Like as much as I want, I'll never have the height and physical ability of LeBron James. But I can be You're the so best close. me. Yeah, well, only if you shrunk. Only like five inches and sixty-five pounds of muscle missing. You know, whatever. uh But
0: like I've had five inches missing <laughs> for a long time.
1: Yep, not touching that one with a ten-foot pole uh but I, I with sports to me it makes sense because you're it's almost like a trial it's a psychology trial uh granted it can go definitely too far uh but it just depends on what the team's goal is like we'll probably do an episode on fraternities and sororities eventually
0: well here this is um i got a better example that's going to be less contentious than a sports team so i work uh, here we go, Mike, bringing it back to trees. So I'm a forester, so I, I grow trees, and our planting season is our busiest season. It's also the physically toughest season. And the new guy, because he can really only do planting inspection, which basically entails following a planting crew around eight to nine hours a day up steep slopes in shitty weather, rain, snow. People don't like it, <laughs> and it's uh, it's hard to get people to do it. But your first year, you pretty much can only do that. And seeing how people, not just that they do it, but how they respond, gives everyone an idea of can they make it in this profession. Because we're talking about months of being out in the rain every day, doing a hard job. And if you come back and complain to us about it, who have all gone through the same thing, we know the difficulties. We, we know it sucks. Like no one's sitting here saying it doesn't suck. But now we know... Okay, this guy's gonna have a problem. He's, yeah, he's not gonna make it. Or okay, if he can do it, he can do it. Like it's, it's a trial, and some people, it's technically considered hazing. But also, we need to know it takes about five years to train a forester. I'd rather waste a few months than uh, five years after figuring out if someone can't hack it.
1: Agreed. But do you agree with the statement that hazing is probably more important for a physical or career based versus a Greek life based uh, society. Like, would you rather? Would you rather have hazing in Greek life or hazing in your workforce? Because again, you, you, you have to explain to me because Greek life to me is just you're paying for friends.
0: Right. This is tough for me to answer because I was in a kind of a specialized fraternity. Like I said, is agriculture based. So most of the people were going into somewhat physical jobs. Some weren't, but a lot were. She and attract uh, or sexy. Exactly, this is why we got made fun of. Um, and so there was always like a being phys- if not physically physically competent, basically. Are you able to do the job or not? Are you able to do the job or not? And and if you are, it's your. It's like you, you know, if you give up because you're, if you can't do it because of like because of how it's too hot, weak too cold, or something, or yeah, something like that, then yeah it, so there's a, a probably a lot more demand on f- which isn't a lot like there are some big boys in our fraternity some corn fed boys we're Idaho so some potato fed Mid- boys there we but, go <laughs> but no one was just like not fit um or you know i wasn't worried about anybody uh so i i will agree yes it's, it definitely makes 100% more sense for people going into physical jobs like you mentioned construction uh the military obviously to stuff me it's like not that. just f-
1: physical but also goal oriented like for me as an engineer if you can't if i can't trust you to design a certain part and i have to look over everything you do i might as well design the whole thing myself so like kind of giving you a shit job t- that's really hard to make sure you're able to do it so that way i can trust you with other stuff yeah it's i, I guess Based on how universities dictate hazing, that'd be kind of hazing. Or I'm giving you a shit job to see if you can do it or not. If you can power through with it and you will work with the team well.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and that's I agree, and that's why I think there's there's needs to be a good hazing and a bad hazing, a hazing and a bastardization. I mean, and, and also I think it's important character wise for people to learn how to operate as the lowest man on the totem pole, and this is why I think it's an important part of fraternities because you have kids going into college going out in the workforce that have never been the low man on the totem pole and they won't accept being the low man on the totem pole to give you an example we had uh and and i don't want to i'm not naming any names here but we had an intern who refused to sweep for us because he had already swept now we don't work with like we don't have a i don't know A
1: database between all your competition.
0: We don't have that, but we also don't have like anyone else to sweep. So when we don't have interns, I sweep the shop. So it's like once he graduates college, he's going into my job, uh, supposedly, who will then have to sweep the shop. So it's not like it's, oh, it's not intern work. It is intern work because he's an intern. And what I'm doing is more important than sweeping the shop. But when we don't have him, I still have to sweep the shop. So it's like, See, I, I don't see that we, as. We're breeding people who think they're too good for that entry level work when there's no one, like, it's like literally, it will be his job. So we need people who are okay with, I need to do some of this because it needs to get done. And I happen to be the least qualified. So this is my responsibility. So I agree with you, but I don't think that's hazing. I think that's just
1: how they were raised, less than being tried, because, like, mm-hmm. But if my argument job, is you gotta do the those job.
0: kids are not going to get that at home. They may get it in college. Hence, why I think you should teach martial arts when, <laughs> when kids are young. Well, I mean that that wouldn't that be the same thing though? That's just hazing in another form. It's hazing with extra steps. Again, hazing. I don't think my right word. The, the word uh, hazing might be not
1: be the right word because well, I think a, it. And I think you it. can instill and discipline them to to think a certain way. But like hazing to me is proving your worth to the group not not uh not necessarily being shit duty just because it's shit duty because you're the new guy like it's to me hazing is proving yourself to an organization i understand that like hey if he can't do a he won't be able to do b if he's not able to sweep floors why else would we hire him i get that but i wouldn't count that exactly as hazing i think that's a bit of a, a a bit of a leap and bound a bit of a stretch
0: I agree. I think that's why we the, the definition of hazing is stupid. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> what we can agreed. take away from this.
1: Completely uh, agree. Yeah,
0: and and I think it comes down to everything in moderation, right? Like there's a good there's a good amount and obviously there's no silver bullet. We can't say x amount of hazing is okay.
1: And uh, honestly, you can't say what every type of hazing is right for the right group. I mean, depending on what field, what job it is, it's going to be different. And also culture society changes. I mean, it's ever adapting. But I think we can both agree that a lot of sometimes oh, a lot is a strong word, but a in the limelight effect of hazing, it sometimes go too far.
0: Yeah, and I think that's I think that's more a reflection on the pe- the that of the the people than hazing overall, right? Like what you're seeing is you're seeing bad you're seeing people who don't know how to handle power who who get too controlling or or whatever it is i i don't know i think that's what it is i i don't think you're seeing cruel people i think you're just seeing people who
1: i think you're seeing dumb people
0: yeah that's perfect
1: um this might be a good segue if not feel free to bring it back to what you're talking but the amount of alcohol used in greek life on campuses i i saw that as jack and jill when it came to hazing the i i I saw alcohol being a high base for Greek life hazing, um, and it makes sense on historic level because I mean alcohol is used for a lot of different reasons. Uh, it puts people in a different mindset, reduces anxiety, makes it a fun experience. I mean everything's a little bit more fun when you're drunk. Uh, it makes you feel invulnerable, a little bit of social lubricant.
0: Yeah, I mean we've all seen uh, 22 Jump Street. They go, they go to, they they're all. um they steal the. T- uh, I'm blanking on the names, but they get him into the thing where they're doing all the hazing and stuff, and then the one guy's killing it, and the other guy's not. The from Chan- Channing Tatum, and then-, then the fat guy, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, there he is. And, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, they're doing all the the drinking games and stuff, and everyone's having a good time, but Jonah Hill isn't because he's not. He doesn't fit in with the group.
1: Well, the point I want to make is. Alcohol is very, at least a mind-altering drug is very common in human history of uh, making decisions, making uh, paths, putting people through trials, like, you know, getting someone on a spiritual journey, being people to, like, and some, I can't remember if it was Ottoman, can't remember if it was uh, certain era groups, but they would make a decision when sober and make a decision when drunk and they had the same decision they knew it was the right decision. But I want to point this out. When you're 18, 19, 21, 20, 23, 24, and 25, your brain's not fully developed. It's not until you're about 25, 26 where your brain's fully developed. And when you start adding in a mind-altering drug such as alcohol, more bad decisions, I think, are going to be made. So I think a great way for universities is just kind of limit the alcohol use
0: for hazing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, IFC. I didn't say— You won't get that joke. Because you're wearing a fraternity, but I didn't say remove them from
1: Greek life. I just said remove them from hazing. Because yeah. I feel well, that's... like... Because that's when you get like a power-hungry person who's all of a sudden drunk. They're going to make terrible leadership decisions. And that leadership, bad leadership decisions is going to lead to someone drinking more alcohol than they should so they get their stomach pumped. Making someone go, hey, go jump off X, Y, and Z. It's going to lead to more bad decisions. Like, let's be honest, Nick. Have you ever made a great decision while drunk?
0: um yeah okay yes i don't know i've had a lot of good stories so apparently i do
1: well good stories versus great decisions are two different things one i support good stories but good
0: decisions so i guess it depends who you're asking is the question a a police officer no a storyteller yes (laughs) it's all how you it's all how you spin it yeah know your audience uh
1: but alcohol has led to a lot of hazing deaths. Alcohol has led to tons of bad decisions. And when you start adding 18, 19-year-olds who are rushing and pledging for the first time, and then you get, like, some assholes that are somehow some leaders. Some bad castles. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't get that. But, uh, Blue Mountain State? Oh, sorry. I, uh, sorry, didn't just flew over my head. Uh, must be the uh, alcohol I'm drinking but when you're making bad decisions already like putting someone making do embarrassing things making them put them out of their comfort zone making them say do like do certain acts that they would normally do and then you add alcohol in the mix i think that's that's just like alcohol is acting as a catalyst
0: yeah but and and but like you said yeah alcohol is a gateway to many things considered unnatural but uh so there's there's a good and a bad in that right like Obviously, if you get someone drunk, you, they're easier to manipulate control, but at the same time, I feel like there is a ritual involved of getting drunk. One of the things that we did, and may or may not have been my fraternity, because I don't want anyone to get in trouble, but the freshman class would all go and like get drunk together, and that created team bond. Like That was, that was cohesion, but that's also not... Okay, but not by my definition of hazing, but the university definition of hazing, because it's a single age group doing something together
1: i i would agree that's not hazing i would agree that's just that's just a incoming class trying to bond i wouldn't say that would, that's hazing if no one like told you you have to do this or if like hey if you want to make this you have to i mean go to the there's bar
0: yeah i've said too much already anyway um all
1: right, let's swish it up a little bit. Like, uh, say Ohio State. Ohio State's had plenty of issues in the past, so I'll pick on them a little bit because it's funny to me because, uh, yeah, it's just funny to me for insider reasons. Good uh,
0: Buckeyes. If
1: someone if someone makes you do a beer bong, like saying, hey, if you don't wear whitey tidies and drink this beer bong, we're not letting you in. Uh, okay, it's getting kind of sketchy. I don't know if I believe it. I, uh, I don't really like it. I, uh, Granted, I don't like fraternities and sororities and that's a whole other conversation or a thing but Nick you have to admit alcohol is both good and bad when it comes to hazing well yes, I mean that's
0: just it's the same as hazing hazing is good and bad we agreed on that yeah alcohol is, is good and bad the, nothing that's good there's nothing truly good that has no negative consequences it's just like sex sex can be really good but it can also ruin your life so
1: think we're having very different sex anyhow
0: well i'm just like if you're if you're having like a one-night stand and you get someone pregnant that's going to completely change your life
1: oh well that's because the person's a moron and not wrapping up their willy but anyhow
0: (laughs) you're right (laughs) and the majority of people are smart
1: all right touche uh i (laughs) i uh, well hey actually that kind of works if most people i mean most people are dumb if we Take away alcohol, which makes people more dumb, from the Greek life for hazing. Not just not I'm not saying take it away from Greek life, but take it away from hazing. I but think think it's pretty much been
0: removed from hazing already. I mean, most fraternities across the nation are beer only. There's obviously some that you can still have liquor. Now, obviously, there's these are rules applied by universities, not always employed by fraternity sor- sororities so i i can't i can't speak to every individual campus but for the most part every college is trying to take away alcohol from fraternity sororities
1: i agree with every college and even some states even some states now have laws against hazing but i disagree that the campuses themselves like the organ house organizations is taking away alcohol from greek life
0: oh yeah there definitely are <laughs>
1: wait is that an agreement with me or, or against me
0: no, I'm saying they are. Like they're pretty much every college is trying to do their best to take alcohol out of the Greek system. Oh yes, I again,
1: I agree with that. The colleges they themselves are trying to take it out, but the actual Greek life, the houses themselves, are not. Oh, like it's no, why like, why would they? Why is would, like, it, why yeah, would
0: you take alcohol away from yourself? I wouldn't.
1: Well, when you go to a university and your school has a bunch of uh, rape problems because of fraternities and sororities and alcohol. You would think maybe they would adapt, but they don't.
0: All right. I think we need to have our own fraternity sorority one. Yeah, we got to shit on them. All right. Because uh, this is, okay, this is my response to that. Fraternity sorority sexual assaults are recorded, whereas sexual assaults that happen outside of campus on in, like independently owned housing is not recorded the same way. Oh, agreed. So it's it statistically definitely... looks like there's more in Greek life, wherein if you look at it actually, there there is less in Greek life.
1: Oh no, uh, complete, uh, completely agree. But you have to admit, in certain hazing groups, whether it be the minority, there is a lot of not a lot in the minority group. There is ha- a hazing of doing sexual acts. And those,
0: I, I have heard about it, like in rumor. I've never heard anyone doing it. Unfortunately, fortunately, I've never been a part of that. Um, I. Well, let's talk about. I a don't game think it's Chicken. a big. Oh, gay chicken! Oh, well, that's not. Yeah, forced. no, I
1: it's it, that was just that was just a <laughs> dumb joke I had to throw out there. But no, in in my own university, there was uh, God, I can't remember. Uh,
0: There's nothing teak. gay about a bunch of guys showering together. Te-
1: te- teak sounds <laughs> kind of right. Teak is uh,
0: a fraternity, yeah.
1: Yeah, like they got in trouble because like their scavenger hunt was to get like pictures of certain girls' boot, like like they gotta get like a picture of. A girls' boobs, ass, or it get like pair of their panties, get a blow job with proof and stuff like that. Like I, I'm saying, sexual acts to me, I think are based on my research the minority, but they do happen, and I don't think that should be classified as hazing. That should be like bastardization, or bastardized, whatever the Aussies call it. Yeah, like, no,
0: that's it, right, bastardization. Bastardization. I mean, that's, it, that's what I've been calling it. That's what they've been calling it.
1: That I've co-opted. Because doing sexual acts to me seems a step too far. That seems like that type of hazing is not the kind of hazing that proves that you're a good member for the group. That's just kind of, I don't know what that actually proves.
0: It, uh, oh my gosh, there's a, f- I can't remember who did the skit, but they're like going through the pledges and uh, trying to decide who to join in. They're like, oh, that guy fucking pulls. And uh, so that's all that tells you. Nothing, nothing important. So I agree. You know, I, and I, I think that's and this is something I think every fraternity and I speak I, I went to University of Idaho, not a huge, not a small Greek life, but not like a SEC Greek life, which my wife went to, so I have a little experience there. I have
1: no idea what that means. Not SCC? even college football? I know NCAA. Okay, you're you're pretty close. Okay. So
0: it's just a conference. Oh,
1: okay. There we go. It was
0: a Southeastern Conference anyway um what were we' talking about okay yeah so pretty much every fraternity and, and this this may differ if you go to maybe a bigger school like an SEC school where Greek life is more of the norm but at least the school I went to like everyone knew Greek life was on the chopping block the school could not wait to get rid of Greek life so everyone did their best to not make waves We are very aware of the rules even though we didn't agree with them and they were ridiculous. Everyone knew we were on the chopping block, so don't do anything stupid. And I think that's kind of being, again, it's hard for me to say. My wife went to a SEC school, and so I feel like they kind of knew it as well from just talking to her and her, her experiences. But it seems like everyone knows that Greek life uh, could be near the end just based just because of the school's ability uh, to be liable for things that happen that they would if everyone lived in off-campus housing and all this terrible shit happened in off-campus housing the school wouldn't have anything to worry about but if it happens on campus on you know fraternity sorority then they're partially liable for all this stuff so if they can get rid of that then it's less liability for them
1: is this it this is kind of a little off topic but is it kind of a is it a good thing or a bad thing that I'm okay if Greek life dies as long as modern universities in America also get reformed, completely changed because they're kind of garbage at the moment?
0: I, as a mem- as a Greek life member, I don't want Greek life to die because I got a lot but from if it, it. it.
1: But if it meant changing the universities.
0: You'll never change the universities. <laughs> God damn it, let me hope. Let education no, be I better. don't think it's... I think the good that Greek life can do outweighs the bad universities do personally. No, I, I'm just, I'm just, if done correctly, but that's the thing. It's like, if, if done correctly, not everything is done correctly and not everyone, everything is not, everyone's going to find that one fraternity. That's really great for them. And not everyone's going to obey the rules. Like it's such a case by case basis. It's just like hazing. It's impossible to regulate much less, you know, control. I, I it's just it seems like the universities are biting off too much that too much that they can chew, and like we said, it's not just universities. You know, you see it in everywhere, including the military. But I, I think it's I think hazing on the low level, not bastardization, is important. It's good,
1: yeah, agreed. Uh, but I'm happy you said military because I think it's a perfect transition of physical abuse for hazing, being both a good thing and a bad thing. That's both common in fraternities and the military. Uh, for those who don't know, there's things called, like, the gauntlet. Like, uh, probably the most famous th- uh, thing from Greek life is paddles. But in the military, sometimes your staff sergeant will chew the shit out of you. Sometimes your own teammates, because you kept fucking up and making everyone do a bunch of push-ups, run an extra miles, do uh, burpees. Will beat the shit out of you. Uh, both good and bad uh granted sometimes it comes to the extreme sometimes it comes to good and i if possible nick i'd like to talk about physical uh hazing compared to alcohol slash task uh hazing
0: yeah and i only have a uh, experience from the the fire side i've never been in the military but i understand the uh the physical hazing aspects from that that point of view but i think this is an important topic so mike what do you got well, I found this,
1: I don't know if I was surprised by this or if I expected this, but in 2018, out of the 291 hazing complaints, 256 came from the United States Marine Corps and the entire United States Army. So 256 out of 291, followed by the Navy, then the Army, then the Air Force. Uh, point out, since the Marine Corps, then uh, numbers have gone down.
0: Let's just say, hey, aren't they the smallest branch by a lot?
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it both surprises me and doesn't surprise me at the same time. Sometimes a good old crayon eater is good enough to do crazy shit, and I absolutely love it. But it's also kind of bad if you're the smallest branch and you have the most complaints against you. Like, you have nearly... You have more than, like, I think... What is that? 85%, right? uh, 256 divided by... Right? Two hundred fifty six divided by 291. That's, two ninety one. That's like two fifty. That's like eighty-five percent, right? Right? You just if, if eighty seven. We well, oh, yeah. about. Okay. Yeah, that's uh that's kind of bad, but also kind of funny at the same time, depending on what the ha- hazing altercations are. Um unfortunately, a lot of the hazing in the military has been in least recent decade sexual based. Which is disappointing to see, but a lot of it is physical based. Of just list like, uh, for, this is a perfect example. This is hazing to me, which is very on the line gray. So you can't real,
0: handle the truth. Uh, nope.
1: yeah, pretty much. Uh Okay. Jack Nicholson, calm down. Uh, this is very gray, and I'm not sure how I feel about this, and I'll explain why at the end of it. So a couple years back. A Marine fell asleep while on guard in Afghanistan. His sergeant and the other platoon members found out about this. His sergeant told the other Marines, and I quote, peers correct peers, end quote. The other Marines forced him to do exercises and then beat him up. Uh, Soon after, that Marine who fell asleep committed suicide. I don't know if that the reason why I say it's great, because I don't know if it's from the hazing or if there's other mental reasons there. But I kind of get it. It's a war scenario. You're on guard duty and you fall fucking asleep. There has to be consequences for that. And though I th- I don't think the sergeant got in trouble, if I remember correctly, it was other members who carried it out. I think they got demoted uh, in their court martial to corporal to uh, private. Um, but when it's life on the line, like a guard duty in Afghanistan, I feel like hazing is is okay i don't know if it's okay to this extreme i don't know if the suicide is correlated with the uh hazing slash correction but that's why i'm on on the gray with this but to me military hazing as long as it's not in sexual but like physical makes sense to me
0: yeah i i would agree that this is an, an important you don't want uh you know your lookout falling asleep but at the same time, you don't want anyone to kill themselves. So, and, and like you said, it's important. F- was this because of this or was this an underlying issue? Because um, when it's your,
1: not only your life online, but the line of life of anywhere from 20 to 50 other people, not, not just, not if God knows if you're being a guard for a fob, like that's hundreds if not thousands of people, depending on the fob, that's, that's a big deal. I, and I can see hazing so you don't want to let that down to thin out anyone who would be an issue and actually cause the deaths of hundreds of people. I, I start to see the benefits of sometimes chewing people out, making them go through hell, and sometimes using physical violence, maybe non-permanent physical violence, I want to define on that, but that's, I even though there were repercussions for it, and they got in trouble with it, and I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying I get it why they did
0: it. Yeah. Well, and this is why it's this whole topic is a gray area because is the hazing for you know like social reasons to fit in, or is it for survival reasons? And I guess to survival reasons really wouldn't constitute learning how to you know sweep and and be the low guy in the totem pole, but survival reasons of staying awake so the
1: enemy doesn't sneak up on you. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, perhaps make it a little bit lighter uh, with the hazing in the military. Are you familiar with the thing called pinning, Nick? Yeah, but why don't you explain it for everybody who may or may not know? Uh, for a quick, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, pinning. So when you change ranks in the U.S. military, uh, usually you get uh, different pins to symbolize uh, your rank, and it's kind of a tradition where the person who you know, puts the pin on you, kind of pushes it into your skin. You know that little, little prick at the end, just pushing it into your skin. It's, I guess, yeah. I guess you're calling causing physical violence, but it's kind of like, ha, ah, good job, buddy. We got to give you a little punch on the arm, kind of, kind of deal. And apparently, that's considered hazing, which I, I would just say those are just buddies being
0: buddies. Yeah, and th- this is why it's it depends, right? Because I think there was a death from this, and not too from long pinning? ago. Yeah, because it got too like got pushed too far into the guy, and like hit a something it shouldn't have. Jesus fucking Christ! Because it's just like um like a safety pin on you know like a whatever pin. I mean, everyone's seen like a badge or a button kind of thing. It's that pin, and I I think it I I think I I, I don't I I don't have it in front of me, so I can't tell if. If I'm just, there's a rumor or what, but I think there was a death from it because it went like way too far into a person. Um. Anyway, besides that, yeah, I, I mean, this is why it's tough. It's like, well, to me, that's I just an outlier. Why, yeah, but that's what everyone, right? That's the argument against it is that it went too far. Someone died from it. You see what I'm saying?
1: I see what you're saying, but I feel like that's a bit schoolyard kind of teacher mentality of. Well, we're if talking
0: one, about mostly the education system. So you yeah, all, right, right. all, right, all right, all right, yeah,
1: okay. I, I see the irony in that. But, like, if one student messes it up, the rest shouldn't punish for it. Like, I never understood. Like, I understand group punishment when it comes to, like, you know, jobs that your life quite literally depends on the person left and right to you. I never understood group punishment for something as, like, simple as, like, like in school. Like, if one kid threw an eraser... The rest would be I don't know get shortened recess or something like that. Well, of course every other kid in the classroom is gonna like take it out on that one kid. It's yeah I understand the teacher's trying to self correct that kid, but the self correction is going to be hazing through the rest of the class, giving that person a hard time. Like it's I'm not the I understand its place when it's life or extremism on the on on that side of the spectrum but when something's like fraternity i don't fucking get that i i like that's why i meant like the pinning like one shouldn't ruin it for the rest
0: yeah but we'll uh, and i completely get the sentiment i do like but at the same time we live in a society where most of everything that's been ruined is been ruined by a small minority of people and the rest of us have to suffer from it
1: boy that's that's the title of autobiography nick right there Few fuck it up for the rest.
0: Yep. I mean, pretty much like every if there's some rule that here's an example, like in Oregon, having a fire on the beach, you're not allowed to have a fire on the beach anymore because one people started burning pallets, leaving a lot of nails on the beach. And two, a bunch of homeless people started camping on the beach and having fires and they figured that'd be a way to deter them from camping on the beach and taking over all the beaches. Small minority of people ruined it for literally everybody else. I was. I, I'm glad you said
1: palace. Cause I was thinking, like, isn't like a beach like the safest place to have a fire? Like,
0: you have sand and you have water. You would think. You would think. <laughs> <when> <laughs> Small a minority. minority.
1: Oh, when there's an idiot, there's a way.
0: Yeah, and and I think the, I think the main takeaways from hazing is it, it needs to be a case by case basis. I mean, there's there's pros and cons. And not only that, but there there should be several forms. Like there should be hazing and there should be bastardization. And I think that it should be acceptable in some and not others. Uh, I don't think there's a broad answer for hazing. I mean, besides everyone just being excellent to each other. <laughs> be excellent, my dudes. I don't know. I, I, I think it's... What, what do you think, Mike? I mean, do you have a solution to hazing besides people just being better?
1: <laughs> Education opportunity, a solution to everything. Uh
0: that that's very true.
1: <laughs> I think not enough people who should lead are leaders, when it whether it be in the military or in the Greek life or workplace. Like how many managers do you know that have been hired because and they're also morons or uh well, this CEO. is
0: this is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, like, I, I I did I agree. I agree. I did come across a study that you might be interested in. Is that basically this? It wasn't Amazon, but it was some like you know box corporation like that. They found that randomly promoting people led to better uh, output than promoting through like their normal way of promoting.
1: You know, common sense kind of things. Yeah, uh, but Isn't I want crazy is like, <laughs> oh,
0: we think we're promoting out of merit, but really like you're more likely to get better production just by some random. Yeah, some people just need an opportunity. But going
1: back to, I want to go back to the military uh, thing because it's been actually kind of common in recent news of sexual assault in the military force and some of it done through hazing. Now, most of us are probably familiar, whether it be Family Guy or South Park, of some soldiers away going to a strip club or something like that and things get out of hand, or you're told to do a shot of rattlesnake uh, poison, or you're told to, I don't know, uh, uh, drink beer off uh stripper's tits, that's, I, I I don't know, I feel like hazing has nothing, to, should have nothing to do with sex, I think hazing should be ability, not, I, 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 I don't think, I don't know why sex has such a important role in hazing, and Honestly, almost every popular form where hazing gets used has some correlation with sexual acts. And I don't understand how that's relevant to the good of the group.
0: Got to figure out if they can pull chicks or not.
1: That if, Yeah, because yeah, that's going to matter when you're getting shot at or when you're in a frigid temperature and you're uh, checking for uh, if people are dying on the side of the roads or... Cops getting a 911 call because it really matters that they're pulling in chicks. I mean, it doesn't not matter. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Nick, you're sounding like uh, some of those sheep who get branded. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is interesting, though. I I wish I now think about it. I wonder what the hazing slash what hazing is in the police world or uh, uh, like... Because right now,
0: I can make it pretty easy for you. They all quit.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but because you knew brothers in blue. I mean, code in silence is pretty common amongst a lot of hazing slash groups. Of you just don't talk about it because you don't want to be that rat, the snitch, the one to ruin everything. I think they
0: just let the rookie take care of all the drunk, naked people. If I it's <laughs> from what I understand, Not,
1: nothing says like a fun day of the job like dude, with a naked tweaker. coming
0: back to your nudity, Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ultimate gay chicken looked a, a high stone uh naked dude well that's all i have with military i don't know if you have anything else with military
0: uh i didn't have have really too much in the military i didn't really look into that
1: well we kind of mentioned the good the bad i kind of want to mention the ugly of fraternity of well not fraternities of hazing and the ugly side i want to talk about is gangs cults and not sure how to classify it, but secret societies? Maybe cults? Uh, first off, with the ugliness, uh, I want to talk about with uh, gangs. Gangs have their own sort of hazing, whether it be jump ins or you have to commit a certain crime. Didn't really research that, but that's a type of hazing. Again, the extreme end of the spectrum. Boy, it's a big spectrum. Uh, the other one being societies like the Skull and Bone Society, which. Is maybe a cult? Not really know how to define it. Which apparently have had interesting hazing techniques. Isn't, uh, Don't really know them.
0: George George Bush. W. Bush, Skull and Bones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a
1: lot of uh, politicians are. Yep, it's a cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I found it funny that uh, cults and fraternities slash Greek life sororities, whatever. I I use for uh, just for if anyone's made it this far. I use fraternities. As sororities, they're, the words interchangeable with me,
0: I, are I, the same thing to me. Well, if you get back in the history, most sororities are fraternities. It's long. I'm not going to get into it here, but it's pretty much... Yes, historically, you're correct, Mike.
1: Huh, look at that. Blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, cults and fraternities have very similar hazing tactics, which I thought were very interesting. I came across a psychology paper of the tactics used for rushing and the initial hazing is very similar to the same ones used by cults. The only major difference would be their target audience. Uh, the target, the only major difference I could see with the target audience that was discussed in the paper was cults were looking for more m- clay people. I guess is the best way to describe it. People that are more easily moldable yeah. Mali- m- malleable
0: and people who malleable. Thank are, you. Yeah. Uh, there's, I feel like there's a, a, word for that, but people who can like easily fold into, you know, become one with the, the group. And the other one
1: for fraternities was that ones were already similar to current members of the group. So if you have your polo chads, you're gonna look for more polo chads. And then the vice end with cults. If you're looking for a person who's lost and can't really think for themselves, sheep, which makes sense. You know, we keep using, well, I keep using the word sheep with frats and makes sense that cults would also look for sheep. I wonder if cults brand people. But anyhow. Uh,
0: no, cults is mostly weird sex stuff. But some do brand. Like that one that the chick from uh, the Spider-Man thing, or Superman, was involved in. What's that one? Nexium. Uh, what the fuck I'll, is that chick name? I'll be honest. Name? From Smallville. Uh, lowest, anyway.
1: Lois Lane? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> There's some, uh, some famous I just thought- Hollywood chick, and she was in the sex cult. And they branded people. Yeah, it
1: seems, it seems like
0: cults have a lot no, of sex. No, there's always there, a weird sex thing with cults. You can't have a cult without a weird sex thing. Or I suicide. mean, that's like having a whiskey Coke without the Coke. <laughs> that's, that's that's my
1: kind of whiskey Coke. Uh, but anyhow, I just thought it was extremely fascinating that the same hazing methods of putting per- people through kind of outside the box, things that they normally wouldn't do for the good of the group to help make them feel like the group's more important than the individual to make them uh view the ideals of the group more important or to follow certain rules that's the same tactics we're using cults and greek life which i thought was extremely fascinating to but me
0: is it it's, i mean i feel like that's that's just general tactics to get someone into a group i mean those same tactics are employed Anytime that anyone enters a new group, including like the fire service or probably the military. I mean, that's just, I feel like there's a generic way to get people into your group, you know, or bring people in. I feel like that's through the process of hazing. I feel like it's not unique to fraternities and cults. I feel like it's just. I, mm, I'm going to disagree there. I think for
1: aspects of military, I can't speak on the fire department part, but I can speak on the construction part. I feel like the tactics were very different. They weren't, they weren't trying to see if you, if they should bring you in, but rather if you would be, if you can make it to the expectations that they had on you. More like a, for lack of analogy, and just thinking off the top of my head. So I take this with a grain of salt, but more of a father figure having expectations for the son, see if the son will rise. Yeah, to it.
0: well, like so for my buddy, he was on a certain fire crew, and the rookies all had to carry 100-pound packs, and when they got to the campsite, the rookies had to eat MREs, and the rest of the crew got to eat steaks. Like, that's... And I, and I feel like that kind of stuff is universal. Like, it's just... The, I don't know. Uh, maybe... Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not... I'm not disagreeing that there's not similarities. I guess I'm confused at what is the difference between, like, the cult... Or what's the similarities between the cult and the fraternities that's different from, like a military fire construction side, how the
1: organizations are representative in the person's brain. This is just my opinion, but for cult members, it's like a religion, <laughs> a joke to me that I always like to make is the only difference between a religion and a cult is one pays taxes. The other doesn't most good to me, cults a cult it, probably don't
0: pay taxes. I hate to burst your bubble. Scientology. <laughs> Do They pay taxes. They oh, don't pay taxes. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> They're technically a religion. Uh, but anyhow, uh, it's a higher purpose, higher being. You don't, to me, for at least for construction, and I imagine the same for firefighter. I can't speak for military. Is it's the people next to you and the mission, not necessarily a higher calling. Like uh, I think higher calling is what people get into it. I guess you could classify that as like why people rush or pledge, if you want to bring it to Greek life, but not. The hazing abilities, like the hazing ability of cults, of like, hey, you're doing this for a higher purpose. You're doing this to, uh, you know, find peace and love, and you know, men together, like you know, sex parties at a cult, you know, house parties at a frat. I can see the similarities a lot more than hazing at a construction site because you're not really partying. When you're at the firehouse, well, on call at the firehouse or partying when you're on site in a construction crew, you're simply getting the shit job and they're like, oh, he's a hard worker. He makes us laugh. He mends with everybody. We get it. But with a frat society, it's, uh, sorry, not society, a frat and a cult, to me, they're using the tactics of what the the organization is more important than the individual.
0: I would say that's got to be a case by case basis for like. Oh, I'm not saying for no, all frats, I know, but, but saying, I would say for all cults. Well, yeah, for all cults. But, like, uh, yeah, I, I just think that's a case-by-case basis. For, like, for example, not to get too far into it, but when I was in college, we were involved in something that could have taken the fraternity down, and they could have easily just gotten rid of us and saved the fraternity, but decided to just, like, stand by us and keep us members and... You know, nothing ever came of it, but. Stand by your man. <laughs> and I think that, that never would have happened in the cult. The cult would have just been like, all right, adios, fuckers. And so I. No, I I think the cult would either said
1: adios or been more extreme, like shave off of your head and put you in isolation. A little bit more the extreme end of the hazing.
0: Uh, that's also true. Could have gone one of two ways, I guess. <laughs> either you're out or it get a yeah, lot you're worse. Out or you're really, really fucking in. Yeah, I I just think that uh, I think that it's just a standard way to get people into your group, like, and and it's up to. I think the the main takeaway from this is that <laughs> same people who go into frats will go into cults. <laughs> the sorry, that was the a person joke in charge. Me. Like that, you you don't want to follow someone's fucking stupid. And you go into a cult, you follow someone stupid. You go into a, the wrong fraternity, you follow someone stupid. You. You want to maintain your independence, but at the same time, there are ben- uh, there are benefits to being parts of some of these groups. Not all of them, obviously. We're not saying you should be part of a cult. But you follow an idiot, you become an idiot. You follow a leader, you become a leader. I mean, it's there's no right and wrong. Like there's no right and wrong answer here. I don't know. I don't know what to, what the solution is.
1: The s- same solution. I will preach until the day I die. Better education and uh, more opportunity. Better education makes better leaders, uh, but yeah, I I'm not gonna I'm I completely agree. There are similarities. There are again. I think we hit the nail on the head of, or at least I think you said initially, that hazing is a large, large spectrum. And I think we need better word choice. We're Engli- we're, we're we're Americans. God damn it. We're used to ha- speaking English and having tons of words that make no we sense. We can make them up if we need them. Yeah, I mean. I, we should really ask the Germans to help us make up words <laughs> because they usually have a word for
0: everything. We should have looked it up. I bet they have a word for this.
1: But Nick, that's about all I have. I'm not quite sure if you have anything more.
0: That's about all I had as well. I don't have anything else. So finish it off, Mike. Uh, what are you reading?
1: Well, I am now reading a Yankee and King Ar- a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, which thank God I've been reading two books at once. And uh, my previous book was a little bit too long. What about you, my friend? What are you reading?
0: I am reading The Collector, a novel or a a story about David Douglas, who is one of the most famous botanists, to explore the Pacific Northwest. His his name is literally on everything. There's like four different species named after this dude. Um, Everywhere he's been, I've been. It's a wild read to think of someone... Uh, you know, I was able to drive across the Pacific Northwest in a day what took him several months to do just because there was no roads and like 10 fucking Englishmen and Englishmen and Frenchmen in the fucking west half of the United States. Um, just a interesting read about uh, if you like botany and plants and history and the Pacific Northwest, this is a book for you. What I'm saying is it's a very small market.
1: <laughs> it sounds like it's perfect for your fraternity yeah, members.
0: It's not uh this is this book is not gonna make the New York Times bestsellers list, but it's uh it's really interesting for me. But uh, that's that's all I got.
1: Well I do want to say uh for anyone listening, if you know about the hazing that happens to secret societies like Skull and Bones, please tell us. And we'd love to hear your opinion on Hazing just in general. And Nick, where can they tell us about their opinions on hazing?
0: You can tell us your opinions on hazing on our Reddit page. That's where we're trying to make most of our discussion happen uh, because it turns out Instagram is not the best platform to do that and no one's on Facebook. So hit us up on Reddit. We'll post occasional memes and pictures on Instagram. But if you really want to have a discussion, uh, Reddit is where we will be. And we will not be on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is the cult we're talking about.
1: (laughs) It's the cult. (laughs) Well, Nick, as always, uh, I had a great time. And as always, thank you all for listening.
0: Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.